Now it's time for your daily pep talk on News Radio Pensacola. Text in the show at 850-437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm your host, Jake Walker. Uh, one of the things that I love about doing this show, I haven't been here for very long if you've been listening, uh, but one of the things that I get to do on this show is I get to bring nonprofits uh, in, into the studio and they talk about the great work they're doing. I think this community has one of the biggest hearts that I've ever seen around the country. I've been all around the world and uh, there's just something special about Pensacola and there's uh, definitely a, a, an energy, a, a special uh, quality about my next guests. We have uh, Brad um, uh, and Susan Bishop, the president and the treasurer for uh, Pensacola's nonprofit initiative to combat opioid overdoses and provide comprehensive support here in our community. We also have Zachary Frick, who's the vice president uh, of Offensive. Check it out, offensive.com. That's O-F-F-E-N-T-S-I-V-E.com. Or you can just give them a call, 448-228-7037. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show this morning. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Thank All right, go ahead. Don't don't be afraid of those mics. Go ahead and pull it on over there. Yeah, go ahead and get it. Thank you you want to be to where you, you if you wanted to lick the microphone, you could, but just you, know, you probably don't want to. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got a beautiful morning out here. Um, you know, we usually keep it peppy. And, you know, when I have my little segments by myself, I usually talk about frivolous topics. But uh, we're, we're going to be a little bit more serious here this morning. We've got something that really plagues our community and uh, every community pretty much in the world now, I would say. Uh, we hear about it all the time, the, the opioid epidemic, and especially fentanyl in our community. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to uh, you, Susan Bishop, uh, and we'll start with you. Um, what, uh, what made you guys start this, uh, this organization? Uh, what, what is your purpose here? Uh, back in May 20th, <clears throat> 2023, I lost my youngest son, Travis, mm-hmm. uh, to an overdose. Mm-hmm. Had fentanyl in his system. Uh, he was a week out of rehab, mm. uh, went back, and, um, you know, I found him. I came home mm. 33 minutes after the camera showed him drop. I immediately did CPR, called, called 911, did CP, CPR, was not able to revive him. The paramedics worked 45 minutes on him. Mm. Uh, and so my oldest son, Brad, you know, I think it was a couple weeks later, said, you know, I've, I've got to do something. You know, I've got, I've got so much emotions going on inside my body. I've got to do something. What about starting some type of nonprofit organization and fight this? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't just a few months later we lost another extended family member, Brad and Zachary's best friend, uh, Brendan Hoper, and it just intensified our willingness and our uh, aggressiveness and getting the word out and talking about fentanyl and opiates Mm -hmm. especially in our area and we were talking about on the break it's not just in uh you know pills and powders and you know in the uh in the outskirts of our community anymore it's it's in everything everywhere we go uh in any community no matter you know if it's affluent or not uh, so it's just really become this this epidemic that we hear about every day on on the radio. Just uh, just the other day we saw the uh, the Chiefs fans that they found outside of the home. I, I knew as soon as I heard that story, I knew that there was going to be fentanyl involved. It's just it's just a no brainer on that. Um, so um, 
you guys, um, you know, do a lot of good work in this community. Uh, how long have you been around? When did this start? So my brother passed away in May and we had the articles, um, registered with SunBiz in June. Mm. So. Um, we created our bylaws. We formed our board. Um, we applied for the 501 C three, which was granted in December. Mm-hmm. So not very long. Yeah. Uh, Definitely check it out on uh, on online. That's offensive.com with a T, offensive. Um, and uh, one thing that I didn't know uh, in doing a little bit of research for the show, the Golden Triangle. I've never heard this term. I didn't know of this area. Explain to me, what, what is Pensacola's Golden Triangle? So the Golden Triangle is the area of Escambia County with the, with the, rate, the highest rate of overdoses, opioid-related overdoses. And this is reported from the EMT service in Escambia County. The, the area, it runs down, you know, it, it's not a real triangle, but um, it, it runs from like Inslee down to downtown area over to Warrington and then back up to Inslee. That's the, where the highest population of overdoses are taking place. That's where the highest responses are. Hmm. And outside of there, I mean, there's there's plenty going on outside of the triangle, but that is the heart of it. And that's where we're located. We're located right at the corner of uh, Fairfield and Pace uh, in the heart of the Golden Triangle. And uh, we mentioned that number before, 448-228-7037. If you or, or someone you know is struggling or if you just have questions, let them know. And uh, offensive.com, definitely uh, check that out online. And uh, what kind of things are you doing with Offensive to, uh, to help? We're opening our doors to anyone that is ready to cure their opioid addiction you can come in and we can seek medically assisted recovery immediately we can have nurses come in they will help you out you do not have to worry about withdrawals or anything like that Um, these nurses will check on you day after day until you are into a a program like the stop program at lakeview Hmm. and um, we see that through to make sure that you're able to get out of your withdrawal because the withdrawal is what prevents most people from taking that step. Typically you can find the drug before you can get through the withdrawal because the withdrawals are so excruciating, Mm -hmm. you know, life threatening almost that, you know, $5 can, can make you feel better versus, you know, days and days of sickness. Right. And we remove that roadblock. We we put it to the front. Now you can come to us. You can call us, 448-228-7037. Reach out to us on social media. If you're in Escambia County, um, you can either come to our office or we can come to you. Um, what we've been doing is going out to the homeless camps in the area to help spread the word because some of our nurses have had to go into these homeless camps and it's uncomfortable for them. And it's also uncomfortable for the person seeking recovery because they're surrounded by people that are not necessarily receive, uh, seeking the recovery. So it's kind of a, a situation where if these nurses don't get in there in time, the influence of the environment will take over and they'll become comfortable again and fall back into the addiction. And, you know, Again, it's also hard for these nurses to trek into these homeless camps to help these people. Right. So where we're located, we're making it very easy for you to come to us. And is yeah. that the uh, the 2211 West Fairfield? 
Yes, sir. Yes, right there and right right downtown. Yeah. Um, I think when the when this really first started, I think a lot of people when they heard about it, they automatically assumed, well, it's just going to be contained in you know homeless camps and poor neighborhoods and places where there's just a lot of drug addiction. But it's it's showing up in our homes. It's right here in our backyard. Uh, what can uh, parents or friends, anybody, what are some of the warning signs uh, that you can see uh, that, you know, when you know somebody is struggling or they have a problem with fentanyl or, or other opiates? Some of the warning signs you could see is, um, you know, just their whole attitude changing. Um, it could be a situation to where they're staying up all night and sleeping all day. They get real negative. Um, there's a lot of different ways their eyes start to sink in some, they mm. get real skinny on your cheeks, just not really taking care of themselves is, and, and I, and I talk about this because I come from an, an opioid, you know, situation. Mm. So I'm speaking from my, from me. Right. So, um, I did it. I've done it. Uh, I want to make a change now. So, I mean, there's just, it, it, your whole life changes. You're, you're blank. Mm -hmm. You're not even a person anymore. Um, you're just blindly walking. And these people need help to be able to be guided through it because mm -hmm. I did. Right. One of the big signs I notice is the kind of spacing out when you're trying to have a conversation or you just kind of turn your eye and you see them kind of nodding out a little bit mm -hmm. um, but not really having a care to what you could be saying. It doesn't impact them. You know, it's a numbness and that's that's usually because of the way the opioids work and numbing those feelings the the painkilling effect it, it you know shuts off that part of your brain so it's just kind of this you know zombie. it's almost a zombie yeah. i uh, i struggled a little bit with percocet uh when i was younger i was on the road as a musician so it was just, it was everywhere, you know, and people thought they were doing you a favor by including you in the party. But, uh, you know, for people like me and, and others, I'm sure, you know, Zach, you were saying that you've struggled with that. It's, um, it's just a different thing. You know, it, it takes over your decision making, uh, your thought processes. And then all of a sudden I found myself just thinking about the next time I could see that person to get those pills. And that's when I knew I had a problem. And I even tried Kratom and other things to try to get me off of that but that's also addictive as well so uh you have to be really really careful so if you if you're struggling if you want more information 448-228-7037 uh i'm talking to uh, brad and susan bishop and zachary frick from the offensive uh nonprofit here right in uh, in pensacola check them out offensive.com uh, we've talked about the golden triangle that is just that's really just fascinating i did not know that that was going on so close uh, right here in our own back door. Um, all right, so you, what are some of the ways medically, because I know you guys uh, have a, a medically-assisted recovery on site. So I know that's a key component. Uh, explain that a little bit. So one of the most popular paths to recovery when, uh, when someone comes to us is Suboxone. And our nurses mm -hmm. are capable of showing up on the spot, assessing the situation, and giving you suboxone to prevent the withdrawal symptoms from taking place um, and they come back and they monitor that day by day as you're coming off of the fentanyl as the fentanyl or the opioids are, are getting out of your system to usher you into something like the stop program or into a rehab both of those kind of have this window of time that 
you can't attend because you're st- it's still in your system or w- whatever the case may be. Well, these, these nurses kind of streamline that process. Not only can they assist you immediately, but they can stream, they, they take some of that legwork that these other facilities have to do mm. and they, they have it taken care of by the time it's time for you to move on to that step. Mm. And, uh, I want to get back to you, um, uh, Susan. I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry, all of you. Um, uh, this is just something that's not going to go away quickly, I think. And uh, I'm, you know, God bless you for the work that you're doing. What would you say to parents out there that think, oh, well, you know, my children will never have that problem. That'll never happen to us. <laughs> what, what do you say to them? I was one of those parents mm, right. <laughs> once upon a time. You know, um, it, it, it's hard because you, you do want to be in denial. You mm. don't want to accept it. Or you think, oh, this is just experimental, you know. um, Kids do this, right? Uh, You know, whatever. Um, You know, and then once you do realize this is is more than just experimental. Mm. This person's high every single day. When they're going through withdrawals, they're agitated, they're angry, they're upset. They've got to find that next fix, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, my experience... And it was very difficult, and it's hard to say this, but you have the person, the individual has to want help. From the bottom of their heart, deep down in their core, they have to seriously want the help. They can say they want the help, but they have to, they're doing the most work. Right. You know, I can provide the help for you, but you have to do the majority of it, you know, and you have to, and, it, and it's not easy. You know, we do, um, you know, another part of our program also is not just the addiction, but also the experimental, you know, trying to get the word out. Don't do it. Don't do the. You don't know what you're getting. You know, right. the, the 16, was it 16, 17-year-old star softball player in high school, her friend, her good friend mm-hmm. gave her a pill. Her friend didn't want her to die. No. No. You know, it, it is, it's poisoning. It's accidental. Just don't do it and if you're smoking marijuana great get your legal marijuana card don't trust what you're getting on the street and i'd heard this from several people is oh i trust my dealer (laughs) no you don't that dealer is not your friend he's a businessman or she right that dealer is not not testing that drug or not testing that marijuana he's getting it from his distributor right it's a business And I think definitely what led to uh, the problems we're having now is we hear about it all the time. Uh, I think uh, Matt, was it um, Chandler? I can't think of his his name in real life, but uh, Chandler from Friends. We all knew him. Uh, It started out as an injury. You know, he had a back injury. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, you know, because when I was uh, when I was struggling with my addictions, I felt like I was on the outside of of our culture. You know, I felt like an outsider. I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. And you know, I, I didn't want to have to go through having to tell people that I had a problem and that I needed help. Absolutely. And uh, that's that's often the, the barrier that um, that, you know, needs to be broken down. And I'm, I'm so glad you guys are here to help people through that. Uh, just de- I definitely want to keep reading this phone number four, four, eight, two, two, eight, seven, zero, three, seven or offensive dot com. That has a T in it. Offensive dot com. Uh, my guests this morning, Brad and Susan Bishop and Zachary Frick. If you have any questions, let us know, 437-1620. Uh, we've got about eight minutes left here. Um, I'm going to turn it back over to you, Brad. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys about, and this I've been hearing a, a lot about this, and you just mentioned marijuana as well. I saw a show where somebody was talking about somebody hit a joint and died uh, from from the product being in there. 
And I, we've talked to Chip Simmons a lot, uh, Sheriff, here on the show, and he's talked about people just being around fentanyl, not even touching it or doing it, but just being around it enough to where it was enough to expose them enough to kill them, right? This is a very, very dangerous product in, in the smallest form, right, in smallest amounts. It is, absolutely. Yeah. There is some misinformation about it being transdermally uh, transmitted, mm. Um or coming into contact with your skin, um, it's been proven that that's not true. But you know, it's being smoked a lot, so it's in the air. It can be inhaled. Um, you know, it can be ingested. the The, the amount is so small that if you know you had a, if there was an amount on a countertop and a biscuit landed on that, right. and then you ate that biscuit, you you could have just taken a lethal amount of fentanyl. Mm. which it doesn't take much. Last year in Escambia County, there was 3,753 opioid-related overdoses. Mm. Offensive's aim this year is to bring that number down by 15% through the services that we're offering. That's a number of 650. Um, I'm not sure what the natural incline would have is going to be, but um, we aim to bring that number down. Our, mm. our target is the demand. Uh, the demand is addic addiction. Um, and so recovering from addiction is the way to fight the battle. The way to get fentanyl off the streets is to reduce the demand. The dealer is going to deal whatever's thrown in front of them. Right. And the street level dealer is just the next addict in line. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's that part's never ending cycle where it has to take place is at the addiction. You know, what Brad said, he gave you the numbers on the opiate overdoses for last year, but I think what surprised us is the age group mm -hmm. Absolutely. that it affected last year, and it was, correct me if I'm wrong, it was 32 to... Uh, 30 to 39 was 26%. Mm -hmm. That was the largest age group here in Escambia County. 30 my, to 39. And my son was in that group. Mm. Yes, there's a big problem. We also noticed when looking at numbers yesterday, um, there's... 55% are men, 45% are women. Mm -hmm. That's an that's 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 fairly close to even. You know, numbers, but the resources available to men outnumber the resources available to women. Yeah. There there is it's it's not level at all. Hmm. We had a hard time helping this young lady find a place to go after she was going we, she reached out to us and um we went through the process and she got into Lakeview and um, there was a hard time figuring out what's next because there is no waterfront mm. for women. Right. So I think Escambia County really needs to take a look at itself and, um, and, and consider something of that capacity for women. Mm. I really consider, and that's why I live here now, I really consider this place to be paradise. And whenever you have paradise, you're going to have people that are going to want to be in paradise with you. And uh, I think that seeing just massive amounts of people moving here, we're going to see these problems just only continue to grow. So I think it is time uh, that we get, you know, like you said, we really need to look at ourselves. We really need to look at what's going on and get on the front end of this because I feel like with fentanyl, we're already so far behind. Absolutely. You know, so we need, you know, we need hundreds of people just like yourselves out here uh, spreading the word. Uh, get online, and it's going to be at offensive.com. It's got a T in it. Or just call 448-228-7037.
Uh, Zach, you were talking before how um, you know you've battled addiction. What does that battle with addiction? What does that give you as uh, you know input and advice when you are in this program? Uh, for your background, what do you bring to the table with that? What does that What does that help you um, do for people? So it brings insight to. I, I watched it wreak havoc from the very start. You know, whenever it was down, you go to the doctor shopping. You go down there. You get medicine. You come back. You get hooked on the medication. You know, you could sell the medication. Then you start mm. bringing. So I seen it wreak havoc on everybody's life. So what I add to the situation is basically a street view. Mm. I can come in. I can relate to a situation. I've been through it. Um, I hope to never go back. Um, And that's what gives me the drive is going out, helping people from a street level, being able to get to their, you know, to their level and be able to try to reach them that way. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of my big strong points on that. And uh, it's, it's sad to think about this, but you know, it's really, it should start in the, uh, the early elementary education because, you know, yeah. yeah. So Brad, (laughs) Brad, Brad, go ahead and talk about that. So it, I'm actually writing a book right now called American Addiction, Opioids, and uh, it's on the origins and evolution. Uh, There's chapters on all the major opioids. Uh, There's a chapter on Kratom, as you mentioned earlier. Um, I I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. I always say Kratom because everybody says Cray on on the street, but it's Kratom, yeah. I've heard that, too. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's Kratom because I've I've heard other people use that that are probably, you know, more of an authoritative, you know. I'm sure if you go to India, it's pronounced different. But, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm writing this book, and it's and it's in the format of a textbook. Uh, each mm-hmm. chapter has a glossary, has uh, keywords, and there's a glossary. There's a quiz for each chapter. There's a quiz for the whole book, and I I want to get it taught to the young uh the youth i want them to understand i want them to be scared of it the way dare made me scared of the crack epidemic right i i avoided crack because i saw what it did the aftermath but the problem with now is the numbers are growing with the opioid epidemic that there's not enough people on the outside looking in Mm. and everybody on the outside looking in is just like i was and I, i didn't care until my brother died and and that's what we're trying to, you know, remove that stigma and make you understand that, you know, our city looks like this because of our attitude. Yeah. We just kept rejecting and rejecting and rejecting. Now we look at it and we don't want to go to this part of town because of what we did yeah. and who we left there. Right. Yeah. Guilt and shame definitely played a, a huge part in it for me. And that's why I didn't get help as, as soon as I needed to. And uh, so we definitely want to break down those barriers and remove that stigma from this because this is, you know, this is our mothers, our fathers, our sons and daughters, brothers, sisters. I mean, this is everybody, no matter age uh, or, or uh, you know, economic status. This is, this is affecting all of us. Um, definitely want to say again, uh, offensive.com or 448-228-7037. Uh, guys, I'm so sorry for your loss. I mean, this is just, uh, it's just something that we're going to continue to see in our community. Um, and uh, like you said, we do need to take a look at ourselves and, uh, and remove that stigma and uh, get to our kids early and talk about this. Um, if you have any questions, 437-1620, uh, we're about to end the show here, but definitely keep your questions coming in if you have any questions on this, and uh, I will get that forwarded to our guests this morning. Uh, my guests, Brad and Susan Bishop and Zachary Frick from Offensive. Check them out, offensive.com. 
Uh, thank you so much. God bless you guys for being here. I hope to have you back on the show very, very soon. And like I said, this is one of the parts of my job that uh, really makes me feel like I'm here for a reason. So thank you for sharing your story. I know it's not easy. And uh, if you have questions, uh, let them know. 448-228-7037. If you or someone you know is struggling, you can always dial 988 on your phone. We'll be right back. <laughs> 